Hello and welcome to The Powerful Project. I'm V and I'm Kirsty, and we are two female fitness coaches passionate about empowering women to feel strong and confident in their bodies. We discuss all things women's wellness, including training, nutrition, mindset, and women's health. Let's jump in. In this episode, we're discussing why the scale is not always the best indicator of your progress. When women have the goal to quote unquote lose weight, it usually means that they've got a number in their head that they would like to see on the scale when they step onto it. Usually I've found this is based on some sort of history with body image or an ideal weight that they have in their mind, either from the BMI indicator or something that they've been at in the past. Like they've said, oh, I've been 60 kilos in the past, so I know that's the weight that I want to be again. However, using the scale as your only indicator of your progress is not always a healthy focus for your progress. As your body changes, your weight may change or it may not. So as you build muscle, you may actually weigh heavier because it's more dense than body fat than you've weighed in the past, but you might have a better composition with your body, might be healthier, And if you're using your weight as your only indicator, then it can be very, very negative. Sometimes when you do lose body fat and gain muscle and bone density, you might even weigh exactly the same, which makes you think you're making no progress at all, when in fact you're making incredible progress. I personally actually weigh 10 kilos heavier than I did when I was younger, but what I would use was that original number as my goal weight all the time. So when my weight was starting to change or go up, I actually used to think that I was too fat. But my body composition, now I have less body fat and more muscle than I did before, which is very ironic. So don't always use the scale as your only indicator. Yeah, it's so crazy, right? I'm the same. I always had this goal weight of a number in my head and I wanted to be this. And now I'm like three kilos heavier. And I personally think I look better than I've ever looked before. And I'm more muscly. I look slimmer. My midsection is like more toned, quote unquote. We don't (laughs) call it toned, but... It is smaller than it was when I was actually lighter, but like a bit skinny fat, if you want to call it that. And now it's just so much more filled out with that muscle density. And I actually quite like not focusing on the scales with some of my clients or when they come to me and say, hey, I want to lose five kilos, digging a little bit deeper onto why they have this number in their head. Because as we said with Sarah in the podcast, like the number on the scale isn't automatically bringing you happiness or joy. And it's not your worth either. Yeah, 100%. And it's really important to find some other ways. So ways to see progress in your body shape. For example, photos. I love photos and I know my clients hate them. The amount of people I have to convince to take photos because they're too scared. They're really afraid of taking their clothes off and taking that daunting photo. It's crazy. And I totally understand. It's a really daunting progress photo. Like Progress photos aren't where you're flexing and you're looking hot. It's usually your morning. You're just yeah, <laughs> literally like prison photos. You just woke up. Your hair's all over the shop. You go move from the front to the side to the back, literally like a prison photo. They're not the most exciting things to take, but they are so, so worth it because I wish now I had photos for myself from like five years ago mm, and I so would good. be able to compare them because they are so different although the number on the scale isn't super different the way my body looks now is incredibly different to what it looked like five years ago and I love it with clients when I start with them for maybe like a 12-week program and you're going to be like all right cool we take them now we're going to take them again each month or each week or however frequently you want to do it and then compare them to week one to week 12 to six months in to 12 months in and you've got something to look back to or back on but 
you've got to start taking those photos because otherwise it's going to be really hard to see the photo and the progress you've made and you've got to just get out of your comfort zone and take that daunting photo it's going to be so good to see changes in your shape definition and also posture i always get really excited about seeing clients standing prouder chest is up their, their posture has improved with strength training. It's just awesome, awesome tool. So don't yeah, be do scared. Your do your photos. Cut your head off. Like I yeah. always tell my clients, put an emoji over. Cut your head off. I don't care. Put your favorite undies on. Put your bikini on. If you're really, really, really uncomfortable, sport bra and shorts. Although I do kind of prefer underwear or bikini because your butt will change. Mm, your strength right. training will change your butt. So it's really worth getting uncomfortable and doing it in your underwear. I usually encourage people, if you're not kidding, just take them and then take lots of other photos underneath that, put them in a folder and then just don't think, look at them again until you want to look at them later. <laughs> yeah. And if you're scared, if you have an iPhone, you can actually hide photos out of your gallery. So yeah, that's smart. <laughs> so. If you're scared of someone looking through your phone, seeing your downhill photos and your coach is not allowed to share them unless they have your permission. Yeah. So don't worry about anyone seeing them. Like I'm not going around showing them to all my friends and be like, look at my client. No, they're private. They are in a folder they're in the app or whatever your coach uses and they do not go onto the surface unless you give permission for us to share them another one is measurements doing your chest waist and hip measurements are relatively easy to do yourself and they can indicate a change in body fat or increase in booty gains don't we love that so i often get clients to also do their leg because often like a mid-side if you go onto your hip bone from the top so you have to feel around on your top and then measure from your hip bone down to your knee and go around the middle because we often see changes in legs or the legs measurements as well. And then you can do things like arms, but I often don't worry about it. Yeah, they're a bit hard to measure yourself. Yeah. I do like belly button, waist and hip though, mm -hmm. because the belly button always gives us a good indication of bloating and around your period and stuff like that. You might see that measurement changing, but then you might also see the scalp changing, but we then know, hey, you're leading up to your bleed. It's just that you're a little bit more bloated, holding a bit more fluid, which is another really good reason why you shouldn't mm. be looking at the scales because as a female, it just changes so much throughout the cycle. Yeah, I was going to say, usually if you do your chest at your nipple line, then you know it's always in the same spot and hip at the widest part of your glutes, then you're going to get an accurate reading every time. But they can be very useful and helpful to do yourself. Yeah, and I prefer doing them in front of the mirror as well. I think that helps that you can see that you're always doing them at the same spot. Or for example, on my arm, I've got a mole. <laughs> so I know I always do it around there. <laughs> and then same for like the waist. It's easier to see in the mirror. The third tool you can use for measuring your progress is a DEXA scan. Now, a DEXA scan is the gold standard of body measurements. If you're looking for super, super accurate results, this is great. This also comes at a higher expense. So not everyone wants to spend their money on a scan and that's totally fine as well. But if you're really, really into it, 100% do a DEXA scan. And a DEXA scan isn't that thing that all those gyms promote where you stand up with your feet. No, like not very accurate, by the way. <laughs> if those yeah ones that they just say, oh, come and get an in-body scan whenever it is, they are very influenced by water weight. So the DEXA is different. Yeah. Don't just fall for those scans advertised in the gym. If you really, really, really want a good insight, a DEXA scan is the way to go. Yes. Yeah, so what a DEXA scan actually is, is you're laid down and it has like an X-ray that goes over you. So you can 
can see your muscle mass, your bone density and your fat mass in a really accurate way. Also, it's great if you do do say like month one, month six or like further apart, you can see massive changes in your body composition. So I really wanted to put the DEXA in there because it's quite an important scan if you are someone looking for all the data and details about your body that your photos and measurements may not be telling the story of. These are usually found at medical centers now or there are a few mobile ones that float around. So if you just Google DEXA, you should be able to find one near you. Now, other ways to progress are not always about how you look. So while it's great to see body composition changes and how you look in the mirror, it's also fantastic to see your progress in your fitness and your strength and your ability. How you perform and feel is just as important as how you look so that you feel fit and healthy and can get more out of your life. So really great ways you can see progress is simply your weights going up in the gym. This is one we've talked about quite a lot. That is no more empowering feeling than seeing those numbers go up in the gym. It's absolutely amazing. City. Yes. <laughs> and also having better control or coordination in your exercises is a fabulous measure of your strength increasing and your ability to control your body. So let's focus on that one as well. If your weight or your body hasn't changed that much, but you're getting stronger and that's one of your goals, do not discount any of your progress. This is a fabulous, fabulous improvement. Also, the ability to go faster or longer on your cardio is a really good indication you're getting fitter or also your recovery after your cardio. So if your heart rate can come back down faster, this is a sign that you're getting fitter. One of my clients recently went on a hike with her friends and she was like, I was the fittest out of them. I really nailed the hike and I, everyone else was like so slow and I was so fit and she didn't even realize that her fitness had improved so much because our focus is more on strength training with her and not so much her cardiovascular fitness. But although she mainly just goes for walks, on the hike, she really, really noticed the progress in her fitness Whereas at the moment, we are not seeing a whole lot of change in her scale weight, but all the other progress has been like going nuts. So that's really cool to see. Yeah, and having better experiences is one big part of life, isn't it? So if you can go up a mountain, have an awesome experience going on a hike, that's bloody amazing. So definitely celebrate that. Other things that you can see benefits in or improvements in is your mobility. So little highlights like being able to touch your toes finally, or even just improve a stretch a little bit further or get into better positions in your movements is a huge improvement in your mobility and your flexibility. So, you know, it might seem like the smallest thing ever, like, oh, look, I can just touch my toe. But it could be such an exciting improvement in your body. So please be very grateful that you're able to do that. One of my two favorite client stories so far in terms of random progress has been one girl came back to me and she said she can finally open her water bottles or like, you know, the bottles from the shop yes. or like jars. I'm like, wow, <laughs> you're getting strong. And then the other one was like, I can lift myself out of the pool. And I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but that was such a cool goal because obviously she didn't come to me for that. But just as you progress and as you improve in a gym and as you improve with your performance, little life things are going to get easier as well, which is so exciting and empowering. Yeah, the other one I find a lot is people garden better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to call gardening a like higher intensity sport because you're oh. out there all day gardening. But heaps of my clients are like, oh my gosh, I'm able to like squat down and stay down when I'm weeding or I'm able to like shovel and bend over and my back doesn't hurt. Yeah. And that's great because that means you can like finish your garden or do your like retic project you've been wanting to do all the time without your body getting in the way. And that's such an exciting thing. I love it. One of my clients runs events and she was able to like carry a whole lot more of yeah. her equipment. And I'm like, yeah, go girl. That's so exciting. You know you're doing well when you're the person that people want to lift the other side of the couch with. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm strong. <laughs> Go you. So yes, all these things are empowering, amazing, and have nothing to do with how you're looking, but how you're feeling and how your body is performing. 
The other thing that you should not discount and is a huge progress is actually showing up to your sessions consistently. So if you're someone who never used to come to the gym that much, but now you're coming consistently two to three times a week, that's a huge win. That's amazing progress. You've now made fitness one of your habits and it's something that's now included in your life. So that's super cool. And I think all of these come down to the fact of that empowering feeling that you've built inside of yourself. No one can give that to you. You can't buy it. It's not going to just turn up out of nowhere. You have to build it. And I like to say it's like building your own superpowers. It's such a, such a cool feeling. So don't discount any of these progresses if you haven't seen that much change in your body composition. You're seeing great changes in your fitness and your strength. This is amazing. Now, the next thing that you can see progress on that's not based on the scale is your health. So sometimes I call the scale the sad step <laughs> because when you get on it, it can make you feel a little bit sad. So that's another reason why. I love that. <laughs> I've heard that before. That's not just from me. But like, well, I, think I didn't <laughs> learn something new. It's not great when it actually impacts your how you feel about yourself or how you feel about your day or it's going to impact what you eat that day. So I don't think it's a great tool in general when it comes to your health and well-being. But other areas you can see that have a really dramatic effect in your life are if you're seeing better sleeping patterns, energy levels, and also some things like if you've got an Apple Watch or one of those heart rate watches, it can be good to see your resting heart rate drop or your blood pressure drop. These are all ways that your body might be getting more healthy. So if you can see like, you know, a bit of a graph over time and these are starting to change, that's really cool too. So the health of your body is so much more important than you think. Just being fit or just being strong is great. And just being lean might be great if that's one of your goals. But if your health is starting to get negatively impacted by these things, you're doing something wrong and it's probably not great progress. However, if it's going the correct way around and you're seeing them improve, this is fabulous. I say this because when I started my journey, I was doing all the things, getting fitter, stronger, faster, leaner, but my health was tanking. <laughs> so I don't know why I giggled. It's really sad, actually. <laughs> my heart, my resting heart rate wasn't so great. My blood pressure was too low. Some people's blood pressure gets too high, especially if eating lots of high fat and salty foods. My sleep was shit. My energy was shit. My hormones were in the tank. So those things obviously yeah. were showing me that my progress was actually the other way around. My scale weight might have been changing, but my health was not changing. So if these things are improving, that's a fabulous thing. It's so, so awesome. So have a count of those. Like that's why those watch things are quite good, like seeing your steps and your heart rate and everything. They can be really handy to actually see some changes over time in your health and well-being. If you want to go into more depth, also seeing blood tests can be really cool. So like if you do want to go to the doctor and get some blood test markers done, that can be great to see if you are starting a fitness journey or some changes in your life. Then you can get them a couple of months down the track or six months down the track and see if anything has changed in the actual balance of your hormones and your blood, whatever you see in your blood, like your resting insulin and all that sort of stuff that you can find. That can be really cool to see if you're improving in your health. Yeah, and now not just your general health, but also mental well-being and mental health is going to be a really cool tool to measure progress. Mental well-being is so important and it's just as important as physical well-being. Some good indicators of changes in your mental health here Maybe improvements in your body image and the way you talk about yourself and also your mood and emotional balance. So with training, as we said before, like it's getting out of your comfort zone, it's improving things, it's releasing happy hormones. And usually what I find with clients is because they're pushing themselves out of their comfort zone and something that they thought is not possible they apply the same thing in other areas of their life as well, which then has a really positive impact about your mental well-being. Even just going to a gym and gaining the confidence to go into the gym 
is a huge mental well-being win. So if you're someone that has always been scared or now feels like you can comfortably jump into a workout, you can comfortably join a class, you're talking to strangers in the gym, little things like that are huge improvements and they have a massive impact on your mental well-being as well. Yeah, exercise and movement have a really good impact on your mental well-being. They've been equated to just as being effective as antidepressants. So it's great. So if you're finding all these improvements in yourself, especially if you're somebody who has a bit of turbulent mood and emotional state, it can be a great win. Even if your body hasn't changed at all, you haven't seen much change in your strength yet, but your mood and your emotional balance has improved, that's fabulous. And at the end of the day, we're wanting to be happy and feel good in ourselves. So what more can you ask for if your exercise is helping you achieve that? Yeah, and I think we've touched on really cool ways on how you can measure progress outside of the scales. And just to throw in here why the scale isn't always a good idea, especially as females, is because it can fluctuate so much depending on what you ate the night before, if you had like sold, if you've trained legs, if you've on your period, if you're premenstrual. Like the scale fluctuates so, so much. So the more we can not get attached to it, the better for your mental well-being as well. The scale, like the sad step, just like (laughs) Kirsty said before, is one of the tools that you can use, but it's 100% not a tool that you have to use. And the number on there is not indicating your self-worth. I can't stress that enough. Like all this health and fitness stuff is so, so, so important, but it's kind of counterbalanced if you're getting too attached to that number on the scale. So... Please, if you're taking anything out of today's podcast, throw the scales out, measure your progress in a different way. And that's when we summarize today's episode, just don't get disheartened if the scale isn't down. Keep yourself open to other mental, physical and health benefits that could be happening to you and take notes, like measure your progress. Look at things that you want to achieve maybe for your progress in health or mental well-being and have like your goal setting around that rather than just a number moving down on the scale. For body composition, you can aim to see changes in photos, measurements or more accurate scan like a DEXA. So I hope this has given you some tools and some new goal setting ideas because we're leading up to the end of the year as well. So it's really cool to redefine your goal setting and maybe focus more on your goals around general health, mental well-being and strength and progress. And like we always say, your worth is already enough. You are perfect and amazing just the way you are. We're just here to help you give the information to get stronger, fitter, and a new version of yourself. So whether you are looking for any of these progress factors, just be aware that that's not your new scale that you get focused on, if that makes sense. A number on that scale doesn't mean that you're any more or less amazing than how you are now. So for fitness and strength, look out for increases in your weights in the gym, a better distance or pace in your cardio, and for better ranges of movement for mobility. Never discount how important being consistent is as well. So being able to show up and do your sessions is so, so important. Being consistent is just as great a progress as anything else. You may also see improvements in your health, like better sleep, energy levels, resting heart rate and blood pressure, or even changes in blood test results if you're going to get those done. And of course, your mental well-being is super important. If you're seeing improvements in your body image, the way you talk to yourself, your mood regularity, this is such an incredible result from your work. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to hear more and stay updated when we release a new episode. And we would also love you to write a review. If you're loving the podcast, screenshot this episode and share it on your socials if it's resonated with you. Until next time, keep showing up for yourself, take action for your health, and remember that you are powerful.